there are no shortcuts to building wealth. You are going to have to put in the reps no matter what. Anytime you're learning something new, it's going to take practice to get good at. The one activity that results in your business growing are making offers. All of the YouTube that you've researched, all the books that you've read, all the conferences you've gone to, none of those really matter. Not all roads lead to financial freedom. As a matter of fact, the road for me that I discovered that allows me to have a business today that creates six figures every single month is Welcome to the Rehab with Ehab podcast. I'm your host, Ehab Shukri. And today is going to be about giving you the five most important lessons that I learned on my way to becoming a full-time real estate entrepreneur. Now, if you're like me, you probably heard the statistic at one point that 80% of the world's millionaires and billionaires made their money in real estate. So for me, in my 20s, as I was dreaming about how am I going to be able to retire early and live life on my terms, I decided that I was going to go down the path that most people had already followed, which was real estate investing. And so I sought out to try to figure out how to do that. But that's the tough question in all this is, how are you able to do that? And so I wanted to lay out for you five of the most important lessons that I wish I knew before I got started and which might be able to help you if you're just getting started or if you're in the middle of your journey becoming a full-time real estate investor and how I was able to actually finally accomplish that after 20 years of investing in real estate. Now, this is going to be one of those episodes where you are going to want to have a pencil and paper because the information I'm sharing with you today are things that I have learned and gathered from a number of different sources. And I've never heard all of them in one place before. So information that I've learned from conferences or from the school of hard knocks or from reading books, I've picked up these tidbits from different places, but I am going to bring you the five most important lessons that you need to know if you want to be a successful real estate investor. And let me tell you, there is a lot on the line. We're talking about your financial freedom here that's at stake to be able to retire early or maybe even to be able to retire at all. So this is going to be one of the most important things you will ever hear because it has so much at stake. But let me tell you how I got started because, you know, in my early 20s, I was dazzled by those get rich quick infomercials with good looking women and yachts and airplanes. And for me, that was what was exciting and inspiring for me to become a full time real estate investor. So just like a lot of the HDTV shows we're doing. I started flipping because I thought that was the way to financial freedom. I flipped my first house, had no idea what I was doing. I hired a handyman to do the rehab work. And by some miracle, because all of my numbers were wrong, I was able to make $8,000 on that flip. I thought I was the richest person in the world because I had a full-time job. And here I was just figuring out how to make extra money outside of my job. And I thought I was really on my way to financial freedom. Well, I continued to flip a house here and there really as a hobby investor for the next 13 years until I turned 40 years old and I realized what just happened. I thought I was a successful investor and I had really not a whole lot to show for it. I made a little bit of extra money, but I didn't build any way of creating steady, consistent income from, from real estate. And the key to be able to and the key to be able to achieve financial freedom and quit your job and tell your boss where you can shove that job one day is to be able to replace your job income with consistent real estate income. And so that's when I learned the hard lesson that 
I wasn't building a real estate business. I had invested in a few successful deals, but the key to financial freedom is building a business. And so I pivoted. I tried wholesaling out. Um, I realized that that was a job that required a lot of properties and it also didn't create steady, consistent income. But fortunately, I got the, the great advice from my mentor at that time that said, Ehab, the key to building wealth is owning and keeping properties. And so on my fourth wholesale deal, rather than wholesaling it, I decided to keep it as a rental. And that was my first experience actually buying and owning property, rental property. And so it was a long-term rental. It was making about two or $300 a month, which is actually really good for long-term rentals. I decided I was going to go buy 12 more long-term rentals, which I did. And just like that, I had a portfolio of about 14 long-term rentals, all single family homes that were making me about $2,000 to $2,500 a month in profit. Well, the problem was, is that I bought all of those properties with 20% down payments because for investment properties, you can't buy them with no money down or 3% down. If you're buying them with conventional loans, you have to put anywhere from 20 to 25% down. And so I used up all the cash that I had and I was no longer able to continue to buy properties. And I was only making 2000 bucks a month. And that was nowhere near my financial freedom number. At the time, I was working for one of the big four consulting firms um, and I needed to make somewhere around 150000 a year to be able to replace my job income. So I was way off and completely devastated because I was not doing the right strategy. So then I realized I needed to go out and get a partner to be able to continue investing. So I found a partner, somebody that I worked with at my job, and we partnered on two small multifamily deals. And I was able to buy them and renovate them and rent them all out to increase the value of them. And fortunately, was able to sell those about a year and a half later for about $150,000 profit between those two properties. And that got me back into the real estate investing game. But I knew if I was going to start investing again and rebuilding my business, I needed to do it in a way that didn't tie up my cash. And so that's when I started to learn about buying and rehabbing properties and renovating them and being able to refinance, which a lot of people call the Burr strategy, which allowed me to basically buy properties. And when I was all done with the rehab, have little to no money invested in them. And that was, that was the game changer for me. That was really the first big step to financial freedom. But right away, you can see one of the first big lessons of building a real estate business is that it's not a straight path. There's going to be lots of curves and turns and failures and successes. And that's what the road to building a business is all about. If you look at Jeff Bezos, he was delivering packages in his car when he got started before he was able to own a fleet of Amazon trucks, right? So it's really a hustle and it's really a grind when you're getting started. And there's a lot of bumps along the way, but, but learning these next five lessons that I'm going to talk to you about are going to help you navigate those waters. Okay. So this first lesson might seem obvious, but it's an important one. And the lesson is, is that there are no shortcuts to building wealth. You are going to have to put in the reps no matter what, because anytime you're learning something new, a new industry, it's going to take practice to get good at it. So whether it's getting better at making offers or networking or talking to realtors or wholesalers or managing contractors, there's no shortcut to that except experience. Now you can learn things through books. You can learn things through mentoring, but the way you're going to really understand it is by doing the work. And it's important to know that in real estate investing, 
the one activity that results in your business growing are making offers. So all of the YouTube that you've researched, all the books that you've read, all the conferences you get, you've gone to, none of those really matter in terms of growing your real estate business. They might be good for keeping you motivated or giving you some information, but the single most important activity that comes to building your real estate business are making offers and closing on properties. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's not sexy and it's it's not super complicated. It's a pretty basic math at the end of the day, but the more you do it, the more money you make. It's quite that simple. If you go out and buy one property, then you're going to make a certain amount of extra money every single month. If you can do that two or three or 10 times, then your income in your real estate business is going to grow two or three or 10x. So the more you do it, the more you repeat it, the more money you'll make. It's also important to note that investing in your business, investing your time once or twice a week or a few hours a week is not going to be enough for you to create momentum to build a successful real estate business. Okay. You might be able to get a deal doing that. You might be able to make a little bit of extra money doing that, but that's not how businesses are built. You have to put in what I call the Midas touch, massive, imperfect daily actions so that your business will create enough momentum to grow and become a true real estate business. The other lesson I learned along the way, and this was the lesson that I made and the mistake I made for 13 years, is that there are a lot of ways to invest in real estate. And there are a lot of ways that are profitable, but not all of those ways lead to financial freedom. The mistake I made for 13 years when I got started in real estate was to flip houses. And I didn't understand that flipping houses is a great way to make a little bit extra money, but it doesn't create financial freedom. It doesn't create steady cash flow. And while that might be obvious to a lot of people, it wasn't obvious to me. Even though I flipped a house and made an extra $20,000 or $30,000 while working my full-time job, I had to go flip another house to get paid again, and then another house and another house. So the work never stopped. I would have to keep flipping forever to keep getting paid. Not all roads in real estate lead to financial freedom. As a matter of fact, the road for me that I discovered that allows me to have a business today that creates six figures every single month is the Burr B&B method. So I find properties, I fix them up, I buy them with short-term loans that are about a year long, sometimes 18 months. And then when I'm done with the rehab, I refinance them and I cash out. And once I'm able to cash out, I get those properties furnished. I work with an interior designer and I make super cool short-term rental Airbnbs. And the reason why I do that is because Airbnbs for me have allowed me to make three, four, five times the amount of money every single month that that property would have made as a long-term rental. And so when I was doing the math and I was trying to figure out how can I get to financial freedom the fastest, and this is how I was able to get there in just four years, it was because I was able to make more money on every property that I bought than I would have as a long-term rental. So a property that might've only made two or $300 a month I was able to turn that property into something that was making three or $4,000 a month in profit. And so as I was doing the math in my head and saying, okay, I'm trying to get to $15,000 a month so I can quit my job. Well, I realized if I can make three or $4,000 a month on one property, 
then I only need four properties, maybe five properties to be able to quit my job. And for me, that was math. And that was a strategy that I could wrap my hands around. So it's not that I love rehabbing properties. A lot of people come to me and say, why don't you just buy fixed up properties? Why are you dealing with rehab properties? Well, because it's the strategy that I have to do to be able to reuse and recycle my cash to keep investing and growing. Otherwise, if I was buying nice fixed up properties and putting 20% down on them as investment properties, well, I would run out of cash again, like I did when I first got started buying and holding real estate. So I have to rehab them, I have to refinance them, and I have to deal with contractors. And it's just part of the strategy that it takes to be able to create financial freedom. Now, there are benefits to this strategy. The big benefit is, number one, I know what's behind the walls of my properties because I've replaced the plumbing and the electric and the HVAC. So I know I have nicely renovated properties that, and everything is brand new. The other thing about that is when I do refinance, I have typically 20% or more equity in that property. And so I have options if I need to be able to pivot or the market changes or I need to do something with that property. Like, let's say, for example, I come to a situation at the end of my rehab that I just need to make some extra cash. Well, I have the option of selling that property if I want. I don't have to necessarily turn it into a short-term rental Airbnb. If I needed some extra cash, I could sell that property. And then on the next deal, use that cash to furnish the next one and make it a short-term rental and keep growing my portfolio. But that skill of being able to find and rehab properties is an important skill because along the way, you are going to need to be able to keep making extra cash as a real estate investor because money really is what allows you to grow your business. And running out of money is going to bring your business to a screeching halt. So you've got to find ways to make extra money. And sometimes a good way to do that is flipping. So this is the important part about all this. You can have two identical houses in the same neighborhood. And depending on how you use that property, whether it's a long-term rental or a short-term rental, you can get completely different results or income out of each of those houses. And so that's important to understand because that one house as a long-term rental might make you a hundred bucks a month. That same exact house as a short-term rental might make you $2,000 a month. So it's not always about location, 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 or it's not always about the property itself. It's more important what you choose to do with that property that can maximize your return on investment. So for me, short-term rentals are an important way that I like to do that. And that's the way I've been able to grow my business from having a six-figure-a-month business with just a handful of properties. Now, the biggest short-term rental property I have in my portfolio right now is a 16-unit Airbnb. It was a 16-unit apartment that I purchased, and I renovated it, and I turned them all into Airbnbs. And people ask me, do you think you'll really be able to rent out 16 units in uh, Airbnb in one property? And I said to them, well, look, Hotels have hundreds of rooms and they're able to stay fully booked at times. So I think I can, I can manage to rent out this 16 unit and keep it pretty, pretty well occupied. And I have, I've been able to keep anywhere from 60 to 80% occupancy on this one property. So don't be afraid to get bigger and better over time because it allows you to get higher and higher returns on your investment. The next lesson I want to share with you is a really important one because I think growing and scaling is something that is makes a lot of people afraid. So the one thing I can tell you is that the bigger you get in real estate, the easier it becomes. 
because you have to start having processes to manage your properties, manage your portfolio, it forces you to get more organized and it allows you to start leveraging other people to help you run your business. So for me, I didn't realize this. I was kind of scared of owning 5, 10, 15, 20 properties. But the one thing I realized is that as I was getting better, I was in a position where I could start hiring people. And so that's what I did. Before I went live with my 16-unit Airbnb, I hired my first employee who was a property manager to help me run all of my short-term rental properties and my long-term rentals too. And so the bigger I got, the more organized I got, I started creating automation in my short-term rental business, automated messages, automated pricing, automation with my cleaners so that they knew when people were checking in and checking out. So it allowed me and it almost forced me to create a well-organized business that allowed me to kind of work outside of that business more, work on my business instead of working in my business. And it ultimately got to operate a whole lot better without me. And so don't be afraid of growing. Don't be afraid of adding more and more properties to your portfolio because number one, that's what it takes to really get to financial freedom. And number two, it actually gets easier over time, the bigger that you get. So that brings me to the next lesson, which is the key to increasing your income is just creating repetition in your business that allows you to do the same thing over and over again and scale it and grow it, right? Real estate is not sexy. It's pretty simple and it's very mathematical if you take the time to look at it that way. If you own one rental property, you're going to make a little bit of money every single month. But if you own two or 10 or 20, your income will grow in your real estate business. And so the key to making $100,000 a year or a million dollars a year is how good you get at repeating the process of adding and growing your portfolio of properties. And like I already mentioned, you have to have a process that doesn't use up your capital, or you have to have a lot of friends or families that you're going to be able to borrow from, um, or there has to be other avenues that you're going to be able to get capital. But if, if you do it the way I do it, where you're not using up your cash, then you won't be relying on so many other people to help you grow your portfolio. You can keep reusing your cash over and over again. And if it starts to get low, you can do a flip, build your cash back up again, maybe do two flips again, and then continue back on the path of growing your portfolio. But that's really the key to growing your income is doing the same thing over and over and over again so that your portfolio continues to grow. So for me, my day-to-day -day looks like I go out, I look for ugly properties, I find them, I negotiate them, I close on those deals, and then I start rehabbing them. And once I rehab them, I refinance them, I work with my interior designer to furnish them and make them look amazing, and then I put them on Airbnb. And I just keep doing that process over and over and over again. And if I start looking at my bank account and my cash starts looking low, then on that next deal that I go out and I find and I remodel, I'll choose to sell that property, right? And that's kind of the pattern that I've been following over the last five years to be able to grow my portfolio now to have over 30 short-term rentals and to make over six figures a month. Now, keep in mind, I also manage other people's short-term rentals as well. So as you start developing these skills, you can leverage them and expand them in different ways. You can manage other people's short-term rentals. If you have the skill of rehabbing, you can go out and build new houses, which is what I'm doing right now as well. I'm building brand new homes for resale. 
and you can you can turn you can become a contractor if you want to to do remodels for other people. So these skills are so important in being able to build wealth because you can apply them in so many different ways in your real estate business. The last lesson I want to share with you is that while the sky is the limit when you own your own real estate business, there's also no floor to it as well, right? The reality is, is when you go to your job day to day, if you do a good job that day or a bad job that day, you're still getting the same paycheck. But in real estate and when you own your own business, if you come into work and you don't work hard or you don't do any work at all for a while, you're not going to get paid, right? So while you can make millions and millions and millions of dollars in real estate, you can also make nothing as well. So you're completely rewarded on your efforts, on your discipline, on your consistency, on your motivation, all of these things, the more that you can master these, the, the, the better you'll get rewarded, right? And so I master consistency and discipline by doing things outside of real estate, right? That's why you, t- you see so many successful people talk about, you know, waking up in the morning, exercising, reading, because those are all activities that practice discipline and consistency, right? So part of my morning routine is going and exercising, is getting my blood pumped, getting my blood flowing to be able to take on the day, all the challenges that I have. I have a problem-solving mentality. So anything that comes my way in my real estate business, I'm always looking at how I can solve that problem. I don't spend a lot of time kind of worrying or you know throwing myself a pity party. I just look at how I can solve that problem and move forward because everything has a solution, right? So you need to understand that while the sky is the limit, there's also no floor beneath you. So you're going to have to take massive imperfect daily action every day. You're going to have to go look at properties. You're going to have to go put in the reps. You're going to have to be consistent. You're going to have to be disciplined and you're going to have to make changes in your habits. These changes and these habits that you're going to develop are millionaire habits that are going to allow you to start putting in time and effort in your real estate business so that it can successfully create enough momentum to grow and turn into a six-figure a month business like what I'm doing now today. So you can go to conferences, you can read books, you can watch YouTube, but understand that the key to growing and scaling your business is getting to the point where you are looking at deals online, walking those properties and making offers to realtors or wholesalers, right? Or to sellers directly as well. You can do that as well. So that's going to be the number one activity that's going to allow you to grow and scale your business is buying properties. And you can only buy properties by making multiple, multiple offers, right? Because you're going to get a lot of offers rejected in the real estate business because you're trying to buy properties at sometimes 50 cents or 40 cents on the dollar. So a lot of people are going to say no, but you only need that one person to say yes. Now, here's the best part about all of this. If you want to follow the strategy that I follow, which is that whole Burr B&B strategy, then you don't have to buy one or two properties every single month. As a matter of fact, I've had a strategy where I just add one or two good properties to my portfolio every year. And if you do that, within four or five years, you can have a business that's making $40,000, $50,000 a month. It doesn't have to be a property every single month. Okay. Just think about it. If it takes you six months to renovate a property and then another month or two to 
get it ready and furnished for Airbnb. And even if it took you a year to get one property live, but that property could make you $3,000 a month in profit or $5,000 a month in profit. If you just did one of those a year for the next five years, you could have a business that's making you twenty-five dollars or $30,000 a month in profit. So you don't have to be this person that's investing in tons and tons of deals every single year. You just have to find one or two good properties every year to add to your portfolio. And that's what I did. And that's what my students do. And that's what's allowed many of my students to be able to quit their jobs and become full-time real estate investors. So I wanted to thank you for listening to the Rehab with the App podcast. But the important thing you need to do now is take this information and put it into action. First, like, subscribe, and share this podcast with all of your friends. But look at the notes that you've written down and be thoughtful about how you're going to incorporate this in your day-to-day activities so that it's just not falling on deaf ears. You need to figure out, well, now what time of the day are you going to go look at properties or what time of the day or day of the week are you going to be able to walk con- walk properties with contractors or make offers or network with realtors? So think about that. Put it in your schedule because the things that you plan are the things that you're going to do and take massive imperfect daily action, the Midas touch so that you can start taking bigger strides toward growing your real estate business. Good luck, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on the financial freedom side.